Welcome to Talks at Stellenbosch Uni, Stellenbosch University's podcast where we talk about current topics and innovative research done at the university. Here's your host, Angelique Dreyer. Today we are joined by Professor Renate Skuman, who is a psychiatrist in private practice and also the head of the Healthcare Leadership MBA specialization stream at the University of Stellenbosch Business School. Prof, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. So, Prof, we've heard that some people suffer from long COVID. Can you tell us what long COVID is? So, long COVID refer to symptoms after the acute phase of COVID that might last for six months or even longer. And that can include symptoms of brain fog, fatigue and shortness of breath. And how prevalent is it? So studies have shown of the international studies that 10 to 30% of patients who recover from acute COVID become these long holders, which still then experience symptoms six months later. And in one specific study of almost 4,000 patients who had confirmed or suspected COVID, they have symptoms that lasted 90 days in 45% of them, they needed a reduced workload and 22% were not back at work after these 90 days. So it's a significant impact. Wow, definitely. And how does this affect employees? So if we specifically think in terms of the brain fog, which is affecting our ability to work, brain fog is an umbrella term which refers to symptoms such as memory loss, confusion, muddled thinking, poor concentration, and just generally feeling mentally sluggish, which we then see in 25% of people that is infected with COVID. And that obviously reduce your functionality at work and your ability then to deliver up to expectations. And Prof, what are the implications for employers or organizations with regard to this? It is very important that we need to realize that it's not only the acute illness that might affect absenteeism or sick leave policies at work, but employers will really need to relook what they are going to do in terms of these people struggling with long COVID. Employers will have to review the occupational health services, the employee assistance programs and wellness programs, as well specifically on their policies on sick leave. What is important to know that no employer are allowed to discriminate on the grounds of these invisible illnesses and post-COVID long haulers will be seen in the same light as psychiatric conditions. So if a person do suffer from these conditions and they disclose it to the employer, according to the law, you need to look at reasonable accommodation and then also to make sure that there is policies and programs in place how to assist people to return post-illness to work and also to make sure that there's not discriminated against them. And Prof, what should employers and employees do? I think it's very important what you mentioned now that there's an onus on both employers and employees. Mm -hmm. Firstly, employees have the responsibility not to abuse the system. There will always be someone that abuses sick leave and flexible working arrangement and workplace accommodations. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you also need to disclose your struggles with your employer because your employer can only put reasonable accommodations in place if you disclose and if you do get maximum treatment. 
So it's very important that you do seek professional help from a psychiatrist or neurologist and an occupational therapist if you do struggle with long COVID. And also then to take care of yourself with good self-care and good mental hygiene. For example, good sleep, enough sleep, regular exercise, obviously gradually phasing it in as your fatigue allow. And then eating healthily and taking time out from excessive screen time and digital devices. For the employers, I think it's even larger than only the employers. We also need to engage with healthcare funders, income protection insurance, and also policymakers. In terms of arriving to objective diagnostic and assessment criteria, and also a multidisciplinary approach to guidelines for best practice, which might include, as I mentioned, psychiatrists, neurologists, occupational therapists, or even physicians in terms of helping someone to get to maximum medical improvement. Lastly, how do you see the road ahead? I think in the next couple of months, obviously, we will have more data and more studies, but there's going to be more and more cases coming to a fore of people that maybe have depleted their sick leave and now need to look at extended sick leave. But it's so important that people are booked off with a plan which includes treatment. It's the same difficulty that you have with burnout where there's not always a clear treatment plan, but people get booked off for three or four months to rest. And rest has never been treatment. And it's the same with long COVID, that there should be a clear treatment plan. And Therefore, I say a multidisciplinary approach with all the stakeholders that's involved with this to help employers and employees really do the best for both the organization for maximum productivity and maximum wellness. Well, Prof, thank you so much for your valuable insight that you've shared with us. I can clearly see that long COVID has quite a significant impact and you've really helped us to understand what we should do going forward. So thank you so much for this and I wish you all the best going forward. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Follow all the latest Stellenbosch University news at www.sun.ac.za or follow us on all the largest social media platforms.